The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Yeah, what's good, what's good? What's poppin' with the Urban X Nation? We are back, man. I, this Every week feels like it's been a long week. It does. It does. It just keeps popping and popping. You know what I mean? They keep flying by. Yeah. And we keep doing the damn thing. Shout out to the chat room and all that good stuff. Well, shout out to everybody in the chat that's here early, on time. Early and on time. These black folk have jobs, I can tell, because... Only black folk with jobs show up this early because they know they're going to get docked. That's a fact. Right? Now, if you work on a job when you can show up anytime, then that is what it is. What up, Urban X Nation? We love you. We appreciate you being here week by week. Week by week. This is show 10. This is show number 10. We're going to yeah. immediately clap that yeah. up. Black people can't do nothing for 10 weeks. Yeah, we've been on it. We've been on it. We, yeah. we trying to build a brand. We trying to, you know, make this and have you grow with us. And no matter how many followers or subscribers we eventually get in, the first 15,000 will always be Word. close to the heart. Because yeah. these are the ones who've been, you know, sticking it out with us. Shit, you know. I heard my dog barking in the background. My wife said she was going to happy hour, turning to happy three hours. I mean, happy, happy hour is like three hours, though. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. It, is it? When we got yeah. a show to do, she's stumbling like, what's going on? <laughs> is everybody ready? We got 10 minutes to get this thing going. You know what I mean? Yeah. People got to be serious because she will get Alejandro. You know, we will fire her. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the way it goes down. I'm already sweating like a slave. Don't ask why. Because it's hot outside and we have the AC running and we can't run. Bowser, stop. Bowser's our dog, everybody. He's our dog. And listen, he was about to pass away. I'm going to give you a quick story about <laughs> three or four months ago. He was, he was on his deathbed. He had stones or something. And the vet said it's going to be $5,000. Now, you know me. I'm from the hood. I'm like, yo, let's just give him a doggy funeral. Tell the kids he went to doggy heaven. 
But the look on my daughter's face and my son's face, like he's been here for eight or nine years. He's a part of the family. We even named him Bowser. $5,000 later, he's back and stronger than ever. I wouldn't have did it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, facts. But uh, you. you ain't got kids, so it's easy. That's some easy shit for you to say. You got kids, and they be like, "Damn, dad, you just let the dog down." I gotta hear that shit. Okay, you that's know true. what I mean? Okay. So, yeah, but yeah. it won't happen again. Yeah. If he gets stones again, his ass is going to doggy heaven. Facts. So, how was your week? Week was great, man. Alive, a lot of interesting things going on. Uh, you know, behind the scenes, we're trying to build this company. We're gonna get them classes going. The urban, I mean, the hip-hop recoded classes will be coming soon. On Patreon? On Patreon. You have yeah. to pay for that because these going to be real classes taught uh, reliving some of the old stuff, revising some of the new stuff, and it's really going to be powerful only the way I can do it. Nobody else can do it the way Black Dot can do it, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Talk your talk. For the people. Yeah, I'm talking my talk. talk you know talk. what I'm saying? I'm going to do it for the people. And, uh, you know, so prepare for that. We got some other things coming up. I don't want to speak too, you know, soon on. But uh, we love you guys, and we love the support Definitely. that we're getting here. Definitely. And uh, let's get this thing rolling. So uh, last week, uh, we titled the show Hashtag Urban Excellence, as you can see it in the back. Yeah. The people that's watching. Oh, shout out to the people that's listening as well. Absolutely. We never want to neglect you. Because technically, this is a podcast. This is a podcast, but we just happen to do a live. But yeah. this is a podcast. But last week, um, we titled the show Urban Excellence because that is the narrative that we're trying to push. Yes. We're trying to push urban excellence as a... Um, you know, Diddy has black excellence, and that's cool. Now, it is something that... Stop right there. Last what, Before when we talked about that, you made a comment. You said black excellence is like the highway, right? And urban excellence is like the scenic route, right? And I thought that was a unique statement to make because what happened was when you take the express route and things, you miss a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't appreciate the journey per se. And I, I see um, uh, black excellence. What, what Diddy talks about, I see black excellence as the end goal. Yes. Right. Yes. And in, right. Uh, and urban excellence as the actual journey. And Absolutely. That's, that's never ending. And the journey saying? is never ending. And that's what, what makes you appreciate most of it is because of the journey. Yeah. See, when people don't know your story, they have no idea the significance of your ride and your journey. They just think you show up. Bam. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen like that. Kobe didn't just become Kobe. Right. He was putting in that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a significant part of it because people are according to the finished product, but the urban experience is what makes you. It what it's what molds you. You're good, you're bad. The way you learn, if if you can hustle in the hood and survive, you really can go anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just leave some of the hood yeah. where it is. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. you take niggas out of the hood, but yeah. you can't take hood out of niggas. And niggas show up at places and be hood. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that battle-tested essence of yourself. The grit. The grit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when a lot of our brothers go into corporate America, it's easy for them because the hood was rough. You just telling me now to navigate through, uh, you know what I'm saying, some paperwork or some mm -hmm. ideas, which I would do anyway. So I thought that was a great analogy. I'm going to clap that up. If you can't pop $800 bottles, that's okay. That's okay. Right. You know, you can get a bottle of Ciroc and celebrate each journey along the way. Another personal story. Now, my mom's um, 
before she made the transition, she worked at Kmart. Now, Kmart is a shop like uh, Target, but it's in the South. And it's, it's, a couple, it's a couple of New York. Yeah, it's a couple. But it's the only job she ever had. Right? Now, if you walk in there and you saw her, that's no big deal for you. But I know her story. Mm -hmm. I know her journey. So to see her actually in a legitimate job in Kmart was an urban excellence experience. Right. You know what I mean? Because I know the journey. I know what she's been through, the trials, the tribulations, this, that. So... Everyone has a story to tell, and we want to be able to highlight that. Right. I'm so, throwing that off the backboard. Right. So what we're going to be doing, like as Urban X, we want you know the the listeners and the viewers to participate in this as well. So what I mean by that is when you when something happens to you that's you know graduation, um, you know you just started a business. You just got a new job. Like, something that's positive in your life, I want you to hashtag it on Twitter or Instagram, Urban Excellence, so we can see it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We're going to be uh, doing some giveaways soon of, you know, the random stories, not the, not particularly the best or the worst, because, you know, that's all perception. Right. right? Absolutely. So, we're going to do randomly. We're going to pick people, give, um, we're going to have Urban X, hashtag Urban Excellence shirts. Soon, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we're going to be giving those out to people. And, yeah. And you know we want uh, we want to celebrate success in the hood because as you get to the definition of it, we came up with this. It took us seventy two hours of nonstop thinking <laughs> like this to come up with this. Urban excellence, the new hood standard of embracing our community as a gift and not a curse. That is the new hood standard of embracing. Our community as a gift and not a curse. And I feel like that definition kind of just embodies what it we're It embodies to get everything in a short, uh, you know, sentence because there are a lot of people now who their whole chain of thought, everything is negative. Everything is just negative, mm -hmm. negative, negative. And I wonder why nothing positive happens. At boom, my man graduate, yeah, but he going into, you know, the system. Somebody got something to say about everything. Be proud of whatever your compliments are. You know what I mean? Stop letting these fools tell you that going to college is some bullshit. No, you should stand on the corner. Right. You should stand on the right. fucking corner and do nothing. All right? And we have to get out of the perception that you can't do both, which means you can't go to college and learn a skill set, something that you can bring back to your hood. You sure can. When your little man is going to first grade, that's urban excellence. I don't care what nobody right. say. And I want to say this, too, because just to add on, before you can take care of all the children in the world, you need to be able to take care of your own. And what I mean by that is this. A lot of times you shoulder in the black nation, whatever the fuck that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your own children are being neglected because you don't think that what's important to them, it's important to them. Yeah. Right? I used to wake you up every morning. We used to watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And Johnny Bravo, Johnny yeah, Bravo. Right. I used to get him up like that. It's time to get up. It's Johnny Bravo. That shit was important to him. He's seven and six years old. A lot of times we get so fixated on what's important to us, but it's important for me to sit down and watch Ed Ed. And I started getting into that shit. You know how you start watching the cartoons with the kids. So don't minimize what's important to your children is what I'm trying to say. Okay? Take very pride. Whatever. If your daughter's into ballerina, 
Get your ass up and go to the ballerina. Make a big deal about that spin move she made. Because that's some real shit to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of times we overlook that. So your kid's going to first grade, just hashtag urban excellence. Put a pitch in there. I don't, I don't know how the hashtag shit work, but I'm trying to figure it out. So we're trying to uh, bring about a narrative that's not so negative with all of the bullshit going on. Because somebody will find the most positive shit. And say, nah, that's some negative shit. And also, this definition is not set in stone. And, and what I mean by that is um, the listeners, the viewers, you can actually contribute to what urban excellence means to you. You can you know, include it in the comments. You can email it to us. You can DM it, hashtag urban excellence, what that means to you. And, and that may make a shirt. That may make a sh on a shirt. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, we're going to change it because it's not supposed to be fixed. We are writing this narrative together, us at the Urban X Nation, all of us. We are writing this narrative, and we want to be able to even tell you little stories where, you know, you, you overcame something. That's urban excellence. We want to hear about it because it don't make sense for us to be sitting here just going in on stuff, and we're not setting a, a, a mandate, a narrative to try to change our behavior, all of us. Right. So we're putting ourselves in the mirror, too. I have to... Now think before I say shit. This is gonna be tough for me because you know I don't give a fuck, right? Now I gotta go. Hold up, is that in line with urban excellence or what we're trying to do or that, not? But that doesn't mean. That oh doesn't, no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fire away. Yeah, okay, exactly. I just wanted to, you know reassure the I'm people. I'm not gonna be like good evening. This yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Urban X exactly. news hold standard for. Embracing our communities and in the news. Right. <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> nah. We're not going to do all that. But, you know. That's why it's the new hood standard. Yeah, it's the new hood standard. So right. that means we still right, got to right. be hood with it. But we have to find those positive stories and tell those positive stories. Okay. Hold on. Let's just station identification. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Let's fire away what we got. So, uh, this past week, uh, 31... Oh, was uh, it 33? 33 or 31. I, I read a couple of different reports. Okay, okay. Uh, bishops from Chile uh, had to resign over um, sexual abuse claims with, you know, uh -huh. yeah. young boys. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. that, and I think that's the most ever at one time. At one time that had to come clean. And like, yeah, that had to... Yeah, yeah. So, where's the story in that? Yeah, it's just... It's what I mean... I know what you're doing. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to set this up <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. But I told y'all on many of, of, of our uh, podcasts and video, it's a way of life. You have a hard time accepting that, then that's the problem. I get it. This is their culture. Okay? It's impossible. It's numerically impossible for all of these priests to be brought up on the same goddamn charge. Yeah. That's not an anomaly. That's impossible rain man could tell you that shit's impossible because right? i used to, i used to think like if you know priests were allowed to get married none of this would happen but it's just like why aren't they going after little girls though you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah if that if, or you know if that was the if case that was the case no it's little boys because you know what i'm saying agape and all of that stuff which is the love between a man and a boy and even the word mentor you know what I'm saying? So I tried not to... I didn't know that until it was right. brought to my attention that the word mentor is a code word for a right. boy and a man. So I'm trying to reroute re, uh, the language yeah. you know, once you find out the true definitions of these words. and But 
If you cannot accept that that is culture, you're going to always have a hard time grasping it. You're going to be like, oh, my God. But when you accept that it is culture, not accept their behavior. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm. Because we don't get down like that. When in Rome, niggas has been doing as the Romans have been doing, but we don't get down like that. Literally. Literally. Yeah, right? Rome. So as a result of that, we have adapted some behaviors that are making us other than ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? And as a result, because they keep pushing the same now. Now they got lawsuit funds and yeah. escrows to deal with this because... What else do you need to know that this is how we get down? We don't want girls. We don't want women around us in the highest order. How can that even possibly be? You came out of a vagina. Yeah. How's that possible for you to even fathom that? You know what I mean? And again, it's some real weird spiritual psycho uh, uh, mind control shit going on with that too, which I explained on many occasions. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get graphic and get into it now. But that's about control. That's about shock. Uh, you know, that's about your kundalini energy rushing to your, uh, you know what I'm saying, your frontal lobe. That's about opening up compartments of your brain to see in other dimensions. That's about finding the special ones who have the gift, who when, they, when, when that happens to them and they're focused, now they become channelers mm. to help them in warfare. It's about so many levels. And then... It trickled down on the lowest savage level. It's just about nasty shit. Mm. So remember, there's levels to each and, you know, to all of this. There are those who are using it in the occult and there are those who are just nasty. And, you know, there are those who, you know, think that that's an offering to their God. It, It gets really, really Weird and the truth is stranger than fiction. I'm on, I'm actually PG 13 the last year and a half talking about it because what <laughs> I know will really, you know, open yeah. you up to some shit and y'all think I'm crazy and I'm not crazy. Well, I'm not certified. <laughs> you know. So uh so remember, was it last week or two weeks ago we were talking about um uh Childish Gambino's video? Childish Gambino's video was... That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And God, time is flying. Yeah, yeah, that was two weeks ago. Whoa. And then I said that I think my like my uh, interpretation of the video was people... Like, he was dancing in the video and there's a whole bunch of wild stuff going on behind him, mm-hmm. right? And he was saying that this is America, like, this is how we keep you distracted. Mm-hmm. And I said that that video was actually the embodiment of what he's trying to say. Like, Absolutely. Everything else is going on, but that video kind of made everybody happy. Like, it shut everybody up. Oh, right. It put people back in line. Like, oh, this is what we needed. Thank yeah. you. The slaves were happy again. And then everything happened. And, like, everything just disappeared. Then last weekend, the royal wedding happened. And and first of all, I, I posted online that I don't give a royal fuck. But continue. Yeah, but, like, the royal wedding happened and everybody was just, like, enamored. It was the weirdest. It was fascinating. It was, but it was, that's not even our country. Facts. And people were waking up early because, remember, like. Yeah, it was at 7 in the morning. 7 in the morning, waking up early, watching, looking at her dress, looking at the bouquet of flowers he picked out because he just paid so much attention to detail. And I only noticed because my little sister was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Odyssey was like, yeah, dad, whatever. I'm watching, my, my, my daughter's a rebel, and I love her for it. And she comes back around once I'm able to to text her something because I said, "Do you do understand about of uh, the history of the slave trade?" And she said, "Dad, I know that." 
But stop trying to mess up my moment. That's just my daughter. That's just how she gets down. You know what I mean? And again, but the fascination with this was amazing. And it just, again, reiterates to me the slave mentality that Kanye was saying that we have yet to break free. And like, and, and, um, and the, um, two weeks ago, everybody was talking about black guys having white wives. All right. That was a, an abomination. Oh, my God. But. But not the black woman. If that, she get go girl, <laughs> you go girl. You, you married a prince. You married yeah. a prince, and that's what you. Sh- everybody should marry a prince. You know what I mean? And you know, and her mom's was there, and her mom's looked terrified mm. and nervous. You know, when I was you know yeah. seeing some of the snapshots, and then they had the good old reverend there. Yeah, and he was supposed to go for five minutes. You don't tell no black reverend he can go for five minutes. What, you out your <laughs> mind? He went about 20 minutes on the good word. And then they had a black choir that sung Stand By Me. And, you know, they tried to infuse some... Yo, somebody said, I forgot who it was. Is Was it Jesse Jackson? Somebody said that this marriage... Oh, uh, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton said that. Al Sharpton said that. Reverend Buffon, yeah. He said that this, this wedding... Signifies like white the supremacy. end of white, white supremacy. supremacy is when it's like for real, son. Yeah, because he said now you're gonna have little uh uh uh, uh European black uh, girls looking up to the to the princess, and then over in America you had little white girls looking up to Michelle Obama. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. White supremacy is a system. It is a religion. It is the religion yeah. in this country. And if you think you're gonna wish it away, not even just in this country, like no, black it, and brown people, it, it are, is uh, it's world domination. Oh, yeah. It's world domination, point blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I didn't give a royal fuck. I don't give a royal fuck now. But I, just, the, I thought it was fascinating. It is fascinating how we pick and choose. Remember, mm-hmm. we talked about we selective racism yeah. or selective. Oh no, 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 no. This ain't no racist shit. This is a sister on the come up. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to watch this. Really? Oh, so it's selective. Yeah. As soon as you see a brother in the hood with little Becky on his arm, <laughs> little, just a little little something she But you know you know what I will say about that though? Anytime a black dude gets a white girl, she she's is, fat and nasty. Oh God, man! And every time a white dude get a sister, it's, it's the baddest, it's the baddest sister you ever seen. Jeez, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And you be looking at like, dude, you chose that yeah. over the many <clears throat> beautiful sisters, the golden caramel chocolate sisters out there. You chose that, my lord. Yeah. He happy, proud, yeah. too. nasty ass. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. So I that was that was just my little spiel on it. Yeah, and 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 they amassed all of their fortunes on our backs. Yo, you know, like recently something happened just to um, her nephew got caught with a knife in the UK, something like that, right? At a club. Who's nephew? Megan. Uh, okay. Megan Mark. Did they make it disappear? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, so all of a sudden, her family was the problem when she married into a family that. You know, enslaved, you know. And they they eat babies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a but moment yo, of silence because I don't, you know, I don't want to get it awkward. I'm going to say it again. They literally eat babies. And they got, didn't the queen get his mother killed? Yeah. Diana, right? Yeah, that, yeah, was, that yeah. was his mom, right? That was his mom. Yeah, yeah, she got, yeah. Yeah, she, they, uh, they uh, twisted out because she started fucking with mm-hmm. that Muslim dude. Yeah. 
They was like, nah, we ain't having it. <laughs> bitch, is you crazy? This bitch up. And they got one picture where they showing the queen just staring at uh, uh, Megan. Yeah. Just like, how am I going to kill you? When somebody, um, one of the captions was just like, um, when, you, when you try to do the car accident, but you remember. But you, you did already it, did, did that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And she was all nervous. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> Not, but think about that. Like, think about that kind of. Um... And our father had the heart attack, right? Yeah, because uh, he was a drunk or something. Yeah, and they didn't but he was like a, like white trash dude. Yeah, yeah. But who? But listen, it ain't no real wedding unless the drunk uncle show up. That's true. And he want to go to speech. Yeah, when I was in Baghdad, that's true. That was my baby girl, and I would yeah. always date white women. But then I saw a mother. Uh, that nigga, I mean that <laughs> that lady, you know, it's always got to be somebody drunk there to spice it up. Yeah, you know. So that's that. That's that. How we doing out in the chit at that? Oh yeah, what's up in the chat? Who's who's? What? what? I want uh, locations. Where people from out here, man? Yeah, hit us with your locations. We trying to go worldwide on this. You know what I mean? Oh, somebody from the UK was in yeah, here? Yeah, uh, somebody did. Uh, yeah, uh, Def Rocker. He did have a Nazi uniform on. If you want to start pulling up Harry's shit. Oh, oh he, I mean, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. He, is, he was some motherfuckers with blackface, Klansmen. Yeah. Not, this is this is what they do. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So, yeah. But none of that matters to, to people now because she married a prince. Yeah. You heard? And if some people are saying uh, Harry ain't even royal blood. Dot, I'm on the uh, on that guard pot. Uh, okay, I'm I'm not sure. South Florida in the building, Chicago. Chicago. Okay, Brooklyn. okay, okay. Now we talking. Yeah. Now we talking. Houston, check your eyes. See, when I when I travel, and I tell them I got peeps everywhere, son. I got people out Brooklyn, Detroit, Detroit, South Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, so don't mess with me. London in the building. Don't mess with me. And shout out to Ebony Pledger from the BX. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, in the BX. Throw my axes up for that yeah, all day. Left over right. So, um, recent, I think Sunday, uh, six Takashi Six Nine got arrested for driving with a suspended license and uh, assaulting a police officer. Assaulting a police officer. But okay, so but anytime I hear assaulting a police officer, that can be anything. It could be. It could be. A, Fuck you. Back up off me. Right. And they throw that they, they, they fucked yeah, those charges. Yeah, up. right. Yeah, so yeah. when I heard that, I didn't initially believe that, right? right and then right. if you read the actual story, they said that they were taking off his handcuffs. Mm -hmm. He grabbed an officer's hand, squeezed it, and it caused pain and swelling. Now this is what they said. This is what they said. Do, have you seen Takashi Six Nine? Does he look like he could squeeze your hand? He looks like a hand. Mexican soccer player. Exactly. Exactly. With real tiny hands. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> but. Okay, so how's that? What's going on? So he got bailed. He he got um he he uh, bonded out whatever for like twenty five thousand. Okay, and he went on Instagram immediately, which is the dumb thing to do. Okay, right? And he talked about how they hating, cops is hating, whatever. I ain't do all of that, which I believe. I don't believe he. Okay, I don't believe he um assaulted the police officer. Yeah, yeah. He was probably had a um a suspended license or whatever, so they got him on that. But the hip hop cops are gonna know they, they know that anyway. They know that they anyway. Know that. So, so they when they see pull you in the car, over, it's just like the hip hop cops are real guys. They out there popping bottles in the clubs, watching you all day. That's what they do. They watch you get drunk <laughs> and then get in the car and, and drive. And get in it. the car and drive and they pull you over because they want you 
to be down with some other stuff as Prodigy once said they tried to get him to snitch on 50 Cent mm. when they pulled him over on some gun charges and all that and he refused to do that that's why he did time didn't Takashi make up with uh him and uh um um Casanova Casanova I saw yeah. a, a video or yeah. something they kind of squashed the beef yeah they, but that beef was dumb it's dumb but they squashed it right yeah, they squashed okay it. that's Urban X one <laughs> Yeah. yeah, squashing beef in the hood. Yeah. That, that's our next one. Yeah, I mean, because that could have got ugly. They both from Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is a big place, but Brooklyn's a very small place. Yeah, that, <clears> that could have <throat> got ugly. That could have got ugly. So brothers resolving issues. And but what yeah. the, but the thing is, like uh, Takashi getting arrested, that just signifies the beginning of the end. Absolutely. Once they run, start running you through the system. Yeah, that's it's, it's over. <clears throat> but you know, the thing is with him, he already is like out. On a suspended sentencing from the um, the rape charge, yeah, the rape charge, and the judge was telling him he needs a GED, he needs to stay out of trouble, all right. that, right? So now, so all of this stuff that he's been doing on social media, judges watch your social media, absolutely. All the stuff that he's gotten arrested because so all we do is snitch on ourselves, right? Now. It doesn't make a good case for him. It doesn't make a good case for. Him. Is he MS thirteen by any chance? No, no, he's blood. Oh, he's blood. Okay, blood. all right, because I know your boy Trump. Yeah. Blood. Your boy Trump uh, was in Long Island, not to go off topic. Oh, yeah, they... I'm, but MS-13 is... Yeah, and, 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 and he called them animals. And at first I said, how dare you? You see and pictures I saw, in them? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 25 murders in three yeah. months? Yeah. Ah, I had to agree with Trump on that one. Yeah, <sighs> yeah they out there wilding. Wilding. <clears throat> Literally. I didn't even know they was in Long Island. Yeah, and, and they're killing innocent kids. And, just and they're like they like decapitating, decapitating, like, yeah, chopping heads off, dismembering them, burying them. It ain't just <clears throat> we moving on the, on the community trying to get young people to sell drugs. No, they are vicious. I don't know where they find these guys from. Yeah, because uh, now I'm in Long Island. I'm I'm locking my doors like doop, doop. facts, facts. So yesterday, I was coming off the train. You was coming off the train yesterday. Right. Was, Don't you own a car? Yeah. But I was coming Did from I Brooklyn. Buy you a car? <laughs> I was coming from Brooklyn though. Okay, so I, okay, I, okay. I was driving. All right. All right. No, I was coming from downtown. All right. But um I was walking, I see these old these two old dudes in suits. Mm-hmm. One was like really, really clean. Distinguished. Like, and then I'm walking and I seen it was Dapper Dan. My man Dapper Dan. Dan. It was Dapper clap, Dan. Clap that up yeah. for the Dapper. They don't call him Dapper Dan for nothing. Yeah, I shook his hand, all that, you know. But he was in a rush, though. Know. Yeah, so y'all didn't get a chance to chop it up. Yeah, but he, so but that was <clears throat> perfect segue into uh, my Urban Excellence, I guess, word of the week or story, or of, story the week. of the week. Okay, okay. So my word of the week is perseverance. Perseverance. Okay, right. Let me spell that because uh, pers perseverance, right? Because so, in the hood, you yeah. gotta. With all the obstacles that are laid out in front of you, kind of ha- you have to persevere Absolutely. with anything. If you want to be successful in anything, you have to persevere, right? Absolutely. So Dapper Dan is known for his um, the attire he used to make for rappers, athletes, drug dealers, drug, drug dealers. dealers in the hood. <clears throat> he had a store in Harlem, and he used to make. Uh, these different designs out of Gucci, Louis Vuitton fabrics and things like that. Yes, dope and, stuff. Right. If you're from the 80s, look out the, the cover of Eric B. and Rakim on a Paid in Full album. All of that stuff, I couldn't afford none of it. It was high baller, right. high you know, quality stuff. But he had the vision yeah. to 
make these kind of, you know, garments, and they were dope. They were, it was on your list as a rapper. I was right. a rapper in the 80s trying to, I said, first thing I'm going to do, <laughs> go get my whip, get a little Jeep, I'm going to Dapper Dan. So that, that just was your, you know what I mean? Yeah. With my whip, I'm going to Dapper Dan because I got to be fresh. Absolutely. Right, and then um, he got shut down. How did he get shut down? What happened? Oh, uh, well, the story is like uh, Mike Tyson and... Mitch Green. Mitch Green fought in front of the store. Oh, I remember. Like, Mitch Green won the title yeah, fight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Mike kept, I think, avoiding, like, yo, you know, we'll... And then uh, Mike touched him up. Mike yeah. touched him up. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Mike like, touched so, him up. So, uh, the cops came or whatever, and then they, you know, they started seeing the inside of... The, first, they started thinking, like, what is Mike Tyson, World Heavyweight Champion, doing in front doing of Doing here. Right. Fighting. Fighting. Like, <laughs> like... That sent off an alarm. Yeah, and okay. then they seen the store, and then, I guess... They tried to trace where the money was going and where it was coming in from, so they shut him down. Gotcha. Right? And he went underground for years. Mm-hmm. Years. Mm-hmm. And then, I think 2015 or 2016, Gucci, they put out their four line. I saw that. This and is, I immediately thought Dapper Dan when I saw right. it. Right. Everybody on Twitter... And first of all, the, the woman in this picture, for the people that are watching on YouTube, the woman in this picture, she's like a world-class sprinter. So it wasn't oh. easy. It wasn't hard for them to find a picture, pull it up. Got you. And they put them next to each other, and they said, like, yo, that's Dapper Dan's design. Got, right, that right. They took that. So what they did in response to that, they partnered with Dapper Dan. Oh, whoa. Let's clap that yeah. up. So they didn't just steal his shit. Yeah. They said, you know what? Wait, they, they did steal it. Well, 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 they stole it. They did steal it. And they got caught. Yeah. So then they said, listen, how you want to do this, my nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's, let's work out a deal. Now, let me tell you how I think they came up with that concept. That's not an accident. Probably they hired some dude from mm-hmm. Harlem, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Some young dude from Harlem, and they said, well, come up with some ideas. And he was like, hmm... And came up with Dapper Dan shit, thinking nobody would know. Yeah. Come on, this is a small world. Mm-hmm. Right? And they probably was like, that that Johnny is very creative. Look what yeah. he came up with. And they said, yeah, let's go with it. And then they, you know, they got yeah. caught out there. And now they got to pay my man. But, or they could say, fuck Dapper Dan. My money is long. That's true, too. And, oh, you want to go to court? We'll keep postponing yeah, the court date. Keep postponing, postponing, postponing. Until Dapper Dan said, all right, man, just... Just give me a hundred thousand. Yeah. And then your lawyer go, whoa, 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 whoa. I work too. Right. I'm taking 40 on a hundred. Now you walk with 60 grand and you just wasted five years of your yeah. life. Theft, I told you before, is a part of the industry. Yeah. Right? Just like if you're getting it in the hood, the wolves will come and just take your shit. Yeah. Right? So it's the same thing in corporate America. Somebody, you know what I mean? But I'm gonna clap that up again. The fact that perseverance. They, that's how perseverance. many years? How many years later? Oh, that's 20, 30 years. Yeah, at least thirty. And I'm curious to know what he was doing for all of these years because he's still distinguished. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Still, he was looking clean, but he might have got that that Gucci check. Yeah, you know? he might have been. So I need to know what was he doing? Was he just raising his children? Mm. Did he go through a state of depression? Mm-hmm. It's time for a book or something mm-hmm. for him to tell the whole story because he was the first they, they, they're trying to dude do a movie. Who, who, you know what I'm saying, brought out styles and had the vision. You know they, what I'm they're saying? They're trying to do a movie on his life. Oh, nice. nice. And um, to answer the person in the chat, I was not I was not even born. When he was 
I wasn't born. No, no, you wasn't. No, no, no. Malcolm's only 25. Yeah, he I was born in 93. Born. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking 85, yeah. 86. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Around those times. And shout out to Nassau, Bahamas. I see y'all in the chat. I appreciate it all. Oh, work? Yeah, yeah. We, we, oh, uh, oh, international we, 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 we doing numbers. And I've been to, I, no, I, no, I went to Bermuda. And yeah, I, I, I went to wait. That, what that? What was that first? What was that first? Nassau. I, I went to Nassau in February. Okay, so you were out there. Yeah, I was out there. Okay, I, I went to Bermuda. Mm. Yeah, and the water, crystal blue. Mm. That is not a myth. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Meek is you know Meek is out now. Let's let's cut that up. That's Urban I mean, you know, <laughs> niggas come home from college, we like, so, so niggas come yeah. home from jail, yo, my nigga, yeah. party, I get it, I get it. Um, he shouldn't have been there, so that's, that's, true, right. that's my real yeah. point with that. I'm not bigging up criminals coming home like they deserve cookouts and shit, that's not what, they need to get their life together, they need yeah. to find Jesus and then get their life together or something, but the fact that he shouldn't have been there to yeah. begin with. Yeah. And now that he's home, I hope the ref the time for reflection has made him understand his importance mm -hmm. in Philadelphia and to young people. Yeah. And you can't keep with but, the same narrative. And like I said know. a few weeks ago, like his interviews, like he seems like he has like a, a different type of energy to him mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So that's dope. And then he and I put up a poll when he got out, right? I said, um, what are the chances that him and Drake kind of made their I remember. And a lot of people was like, nah, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. But he just put out a snippet of a song where he said, I might pull up with Drizzy. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I be calling it. I be calling yeah, you be on point. I be with on it, man. You be on it, man. You be on it. And Cause yo, I, think, I think we missed out on a lot of good music while they was beefing. A lot of good music. Absolutely that they could have been putting out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this, again, ties back into the slave mentality. Why are two brothers who are making millions... Going at each other, and don't give me that it's in the spirit of hip hop. The challenge. I, these I, are corporations now. Let's keep that clear, right? These are this ain't the hood when hip hop had, you know, no kind of foundation to stand on. But but your skill set. These guys are run by corporations. Wait, so you're not with the you don't you don't like the verbal sparring? I'm not against verbal sparring, but I'm telling you what's behind the verbal sparring now. It's ne nobody's going all out because it ain't me versus you now. Mm. It's Tidal versus Apple. Apple yeah. It's Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right now in the NBA, I know Eli's in there watching the Warriors and Rockets. Somebody give me an update in the chat room. Yeah, uh, you know, Eli was very disturbed the other night when the Rockets put that work in on the Warriors. Um, but it's important between, it's a war even going on between Under Armour and Nike, even though Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are on the same team, yeah. right? But both of those corporations want their player to get the MVP because there's money involved. Yeah. So corporations run this shit now. You can take it any way you want to take it. Wow. And this is why uh, Jay-Z came out. And, and tailgated on the back of uh, Kanye West's battle with 50 Cent oh, at the right, last right, minute right, right, to right. boost the sales. Yeah. And it caught 50 off guard. 50 was like, oh, you're going to bring your big brother out. And, and even yeah. did a song, song called, called My Big, big Brother. brother yep. You know what I mean? So understanding that this is a corporate war. It ain't just my skill set 
versus your skill set. Yeah. Nas peeped that early because when him and Jay-Z was beefing, Jay-Z or his camp was like, well, let's just do a pay-per-view of your Nas is like, are you fucking crazy? With all the corporate sponsorship that Jay-Z has, mm. you want me to get in the ring and just on popularity alone. Yeah. This is why Drake will never lose a battle to M Murder Mook or any of those dudes. Now, Murder Mook will murder him, lyrically. Yeah. Like that. But all the women gonna go, no. Drake is the winner. Yeah. And we voting for Drake. Yeah. Drake, 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 Drake. Yeah. I can call my daughter out here right now. Who you voting for? She said, I don't even know who murder. Why is his name murder? No, no, I'm voting for Drake. She don't play that shit. Yeah. Right? That's her book. Right? So it becomes a popularity contest more than a skill set. Yeah. So that's where my thing is. But if two brothers just want to get at it. Because right now, Pusha T has been really pushing this Drake thing for like years now. Yeah, he even got a little line in his new song, but it's an old line. It's a, it, it was it was a slick line. It was said something like it was written like Nas. But it was it written like Nas, Nas, but you can ask Quentin. It didn't or, come from Quentin, something like that. Yeah. But I thought the line was dated. It is dated. It, first of all, it was a snippet, so I don't I don't I didn't hear. You don't know the whole context. The album comes out tomorrow, but like I don't want to hear about Quentin Miller in 2018. Right. Like that that happened three years ago. You know what I'm saying? And we've all accepted that Drake uh, Drake is not a writer. Right. So. And him and Quentin but he put Miller, out dope songs. Exactly. So just I don't know. Put out dope songs. But that that but I'm I'm here for that smoke. Oh yeah, push yeah. it because even Drake has he he had a couple. Oh no, Drake got a couple of gangster writers yeah. for him too. He ain't just got some dudes <laughs> writing pop songs. Yeah. He got a couple of boogers, you know, who yeah. in the hood. So yo, say this at him. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so. And Drake will get at you. Drake will get at you. Facts. But um, you are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X, yeah, we, we have to promote the station. You're gonna cut me off. Yeah, yeah. All right, but um, there was a report that came out that uh, Meek was supposed to uh, meet with Trump regarding like prison reform and things like that, and um, he canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, they're saying that Jay Z canceled, but they say but he's like denying that, that Jay Z had anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, Jay Z might have put the word in that that might not be a good look with all of the issues that came down with Kanye just two weeks ago. Mm. You know what I mean? And you would think, okay, we should be able to sit down and talk. How else can we get through to Trump? Right. Because that's what uh, 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 Biggie, Big Beard, what's his name? Uh, the Big Mustache. Steve Harvey. Uh, Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, that's what he was saying, and he was hurt. Because he was saying, yeah, if this is the president, whether we like the president or not, I want an audience with the president to discuss issues about urban development. And in his heart, Steve Harvey thought he was doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until he got all the backlash and then, you know, people lynched him. And, you know, he hasn't been the same since in his emotions. So um, how else do you resolve issues with somebody in a perceived position of yeah. power? Or do you just say... Fuck Trump, wait until he get out. Now, I want to say this really quick. Problem, reaction, and solution, right? Yeah. Now, eight years ago, Bush was the problem. Or, you know what I mean, uh, 12 years ago, whatever. Oh, yeah. And the solution was what? Obama. But that was the solution for black people to be enlightened, motivated, inspired. But it created another problem for racist white people. Yeah. So now the racist white people have a problem. So what do they do? They bring in Trump. Trump. Now he becomes the solution 
Yeah. See how this shit works? Yeah. For white people, and now he's the problem for us. Yeah. yeah. You, you see how that shit just keeps yeah. running yeah. on and on? Now, you know what they're going to do? You figured out the pattern. In school, you used to follow patterns, right? What are they going to They're going to bring you a solution, and who is it going to benefit? Gay people. Gay people, but, you know, black or, people, uh, gay people, uh, or, you know what I yeah, mean? I and then mean. white people will have a problem with this, yeah. and it will go on and on, problem, reaction, solution. We keep falling for the same shit. Now, Trump would have just looked at it as street cred. Yeah. He would have said, uh, yeah, uh, Mech Mill has just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just sitting down with Mechie, uh, what's his name again? Yeah, Meek Mill, I was yeah. sitting down with Meek Mill and... We discussed everything going mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. In, in the, the, with the blacks, because that's what they call black yeah. people. The blacks, okay, Meek Mill, he gave me the problems for the blacks, yeah. and we're going to work it all out, right? Yeah. And that's all it would have been. So Jay-Z telling him to avoid that smoke, I get it. Not now. This ain't the time. Yeah. This ain't the place for that. But in retrospect, how else can you... Make change if you can't sit down with the warden in the prison yeah. and go, yo, the food here is fucking terrible. If these are our concerns. Then you, you fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are really fucked. Let's check that chat out. So I heard the Rockets is up 30 to 24. Somebody said, um, like, well, uh, the, the popularity contest in the battle was like LL versus Cannabis. That was a popularity contest because yeah, Cannabis yeah. had the bars. Yeah, he, but LL, now, that wasn't the first time. I thought Kumo D lyrically beat LL, but Kumo D was dark-skinned with them big fucking glasses mm. on, and LL had this muscle. He was light-skinned. All the chicks went crazy, so he won. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. In my humble opinion, because I'm a lyricist. I was looking for lyrics, you know, punchlines. Mm. Side note, LL... I Need Love changed hip-hop. That particular song, I Need Love, put him on a higher plateau. And he don't get a lot of credit. And even in this day and time, it's almost like we forgot his importance and relevance in hip-hop. And it was uh, amazing. Side note, today is Heavy D's birthday. He would have been 51. Oh, rest in peace, Heavy D. Heavy D, two days ago, was Biggie, Buster, right. and somebody else's birthday. A lot Damn. of people... Born or on, on or around that time. So, uh, Tim Dog versus Compton. Mm. Oh, Tim Dog and the Compton. I'm, I'm gonna be releasing a lot of unreleased footage of us in London, Holland, Paris, Germany with the legendary BO, the street legend BO, when we was in Boston and we ran up on, uh, what's my man who runs Boston? He used to run the Source magazine. Uh, Benzino? Benzino and them dudes and the Mighty RSO Mm. and all of that kind. Yo, I got a lot of behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, You know, so Tim started the East Coast, West Coast, but it didn't pick up momentum the way it probably should have. And Well, no, I'm glad because a lot of people died. I might have died behind (laughs) that. You know what I mean? Um, So, but yeah, big up to Tim Dog, who passed away a few years ago. But I got a lot of uh, footage. That I'm going to be releasing on Patreon. You got to be a member of Patreon. I'm not going to just give that away. All right. Yeah. Salute to Heavy. R.A.P. The heavyweight lover. Heavy D. Who had bars. One of Heavy D's favorite albums for me was the Blue Album. It was a cassette. And he, he veered away from his kind of overweight uh-huh. love. And he was just giving you bars on that album. It didn't reach the acclaim that it should have. Mm-hmm. 
but it proved to me that Heavy D was a true bona fide lyricist at the same time. And I ain't never seen a big dude move the way Heavy <laughs> D moved. That boy can move. Facts. Facts. So, um, your boy R. Kelly. You heard what he said? What did he say? He basically said, like, yo, they trying to shut me down. They should have did this 30 years ago. But, you know, the music is here. It was basically like, nah, 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 nah. Like, oh, nah, 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 yeah, nah, nah. Let's see what you could do now. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. You, um, he's, well, 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 first of all, when you don't convict him for pissing on people and, you know, doing what yeah. he did and marrying Aaliyah. That happened. That happened. Right? Yeah. You kind of feel invincible. You kind of feel you unbeatable. Right? Yeah. So he, and I wrote a chapter, I'm going to say it again, in Hip Hop Decoded. This is Urban Culture Decoded. But Hip Hop Decoded, and it was called the Hip Hop X-Files. And I said a lot of these files come across my desk. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to make sense out of this R. Kelly stuff. And what I was trying to demonstrate is, you are human. Having a, you know what I'm saying? You are spiritual having a human experience. And that human experience could be rocky and turbulent. You probably wouldn't want it any other way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that you can understand what this is about. You want to understand light, cold, light, darkness, health, sickness, wealth, the whole nine yards. Because you are a cell of yourself, of the almighty or whatever you want to call it. And we're all trying to have the omnipotent, omnipotent one know itself. And it can only know itself through our experiences. This is why you could take a cup of water from the ocean and drive 5,000 miles and it is still water from the ocean, right? right? So R. Kelly is a vessel and certain music came through R. Kelly. He owned the late 80s into the 90s. He owned that. Nigga, you might be, you 93. <laughs> you might be, I might have been getting my groove on a 12 play or something. Nigga, you got to thank R. Kelly for being here. Like I already told people, my father's favorite artist of all time was Al Green. And I'm pretty sure that's how he got my mom. He put that smooth Al Green shit on. Jeez. And whatever they was doing back then, drinking night train or whatever, next Jeez. thing you know, I'm here. And that's why I have an affinity for Al Green. Long story short, he's a vessel. And through that vessel, spirit operates. Spirit is neutral. It, it, the spirit realm and the cosmos don't give a shit about all of this moral shit you talk about. Mm. They have convinced you that morality is the code of the land. Meaning, and they don't operate on morality. The only people who survive in this country are the ones who are willing to break the law. The law of integrity. Mm -hmm. The law of uh, ethics. The law of money. Those who are willing to separate themselves away from the group think, right? And you may say, I won't sell drugs because that's not, in, in, you know, that's a, a lack of integrity. Somebody else will go, you know what? I'm going to take that chance. Right. And they will. Your legitimate business, you can run a sneaker store and I can trace them sneakers back to some shit that's not ethical. That's true. Right? That's a good point. Motherfuckers making sneakers and... Working 20 hours in a sweatshop, and you can't even kill yourself now. Because they got nets out the window. Yeah. So right. you jump out the way, I can't take this shit. Poof, hit the net. All right, Ming Lee, you got five minutes to bring your ass back up here, right? Yeah. I can trace the shit back to something 
unethical. IPhones. I can trace iPhones yeah. and, and alcohol yeah. and all of this shit. Yeah. Somewhere somebody's making this shit for crumbs and they live a fucked up life so that I can do this. Yeah. Right? So, the ones who make it, quiet is kept, even in the corporate world. And my wife worked in corporate America. She said that shit is cutthroat like a mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even in corporate world, there are those who you would think, why would she do that? We work here together. She's trying to get that promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Cut your, sabotage your work. They'll sabotage. What the fuck? I didn't do this shit. Sabotage your work to make them look good. Or you do all the work. Hey, hey, hey that was a good job, Michael. Let me get them papers. I go in and present that shit to the boss. And they high five me. Yeah. That's, That's a, some unethical shit. That was in the 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that whole book was unethical. The whole book is unethical, right? Yeah, you should go re- I should go read that. So my point is, those who are willing to break the laws, mm-hmm. except cosmic law, the only law that truly matter are cosmic laws. Right. You don't break cosmic laws because now, you you know what I mean? They're right. constant. But all this man-made shit down here, I don't know how I got off on that tangent because we're talking about R. We talk, uh, we're talking about R. Kelly, and I, I feel like you were going in the context of... What um, he's doing is unethical. Yes. To, to the children and all of that. But what came through him was music that we will never forget. Okay, so you're trying to separate. You're trying to say separate the man from the music. I'm trying to say you. This is the only logical thing you can do mm. because if we start connecting it all, then they all everything in this from your favorite Reverend to mm. Farrakhan, the the list gets greasy when you want to hear about some unethical shit that was going on. Right. But we still here. Certain things have to get done so that we can move on. Process that before you call me a coon and say Doctor, know what the fuck he talking about. You know, because um his Spotify number, his streaming numbers did not dip. They, they went, went up. up. They actually went up. Now there are people who are supporting him, and that's, I believe I can fly is an incredible song. And that's why he was just like, yo, like y'all should have did this. He said the music is already in the people. But like, now he's gonna get caught into a whirlwind of me too. So the political oh, yeah, aspect yeah, yeah, of yeah, things yeah, yeah. can take you down. That's man-made. So yeah. that's that's a man-made, that's man-made situation, yeah. but you can get caught into that whirlwind. So eventually, karma, if there is such a thing, right? Mm-hmm. What goes around, what you put out in the universe eventually comes back. He will pay his price. I believe he will pay his price, and he should. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like each and every one of us should pay our price. For the shit that we do, but I'm simply making a point that if you're gonna run with the pack and you have all these moral guidelines, that's what the rich do. They put that shit in place to keep you in your place, right? I always told you we don't. They don't fight fair. You get in the ring and you trying to box and they throwing chairs and they tagging teaming their man. Mm. They don't fight fair. And we have this moral code that's embedded in us that we must do the right thing. And the right thing to have you saying, hey, hello, my name is Black Dot. Welcome to Burger King, man. Take your order, please. <laughs> Would you like to supersize that, sir? For another 25 cent, you can get a shake, right? Right. And other people are taking chances and breaking rules and breaking laws. Rockefeller, all of them have big institutions in their names yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. Let's pull their shit back and yeah. see how much dirt is back there, right? So who's willing to do what, what needs to be done? You willing to rob a bank with me? Are you willing to rob a bank? If it and works I don't mean out in if, the literal sense. Oh. 
I mean, metaphorically speaking, oh, yeah, what yeah, we're going to yeah. have to do to accomplish what yeah. we have to accomplish. I thought you were talking about literally. We like, might have to body some dudes. Like, you know logistically. What I'm get um, greasy on some I don't dudes. Know, that'll work. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have to have the line that you won't cross. Am I hurting somebody else? I'm not willing to do that. I'm mm. not willing to sell drugs. I'm not willing to do that. Even the un the ethical part of it with the Italians, they wouldn't sell to their people, but they'd sell to your people. Right. So if that's, I'm in a position that's, that's crazy, like when um you have if people make it make sense to them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, they're not gonna sell drugs, but they work from a ph- pharmaceutical company. Right. I work for a pharmaceutical making chemical drugs, which is the same shit. Yeah, but I won't sell But I won't crack. sell drugs. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we get hypocritical, we pick and choose, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? So just trying to share an insight into the mind of Urban X. So the NFL just released mm-hmm. a new policy saying that they're going to um, find players that kneel during the national anthem. As they or, should. Or <laughs> As they should. Or the niggers need to get fined. Or um, you can stand and you can stay in the um in, locker in, the, in the locker room, right, right? right? So, as a result of that, right? I've been playing football all my life. I played pop one in high school, played some college. I love football. Yeah, yeah. But as a result of that, I think I'm done with the NFL. So you're boycotting. I'm boycotting. Let's clap that up for Malcolm. That is the noble thing to do. No, I'm okay because. I felt like, at like last year when they were complaining about the kneeling, when they were you know, you know, and they tried to co-opt it. I I felt like they were it was just little spots of it. Mm-hmm. But this like you're making a league-wide rule about it. I feel like you, they they drew their line in the sand. I got to do mine. I got to draw mine. Okay, yeah. So let's that's just clap that up again. I feel a sarcasm. I feel a sarcasm. Oh, I'm not boycotting. Yeah. See. Let's see. I'm not boycotting. I like football. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like football, and uh, you niggas is crazy. Why? I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, how many people? This is. I'm just taking a survey out in the chat room before y'all call me a coon. How many people did the NFL? How many unarmed black men did the NFL kill last year? Anybody got the numbers? Oh, they didn't kill nobody. They the NFL didn't kill nobody. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? Okay. They didn't kill nobody. The NFL is a corporation. It is a business. Am I correct? Right. They're a business. They themselves didn't kill nobody. You see how the mind fuck works? Yeah. We're not targeting the police officers now. Mm. And we're not talking about going to the police departments and trying to shut them down. Appreciate now, the NFL is the bad guy. Because a nigga took a knee, right? Right. First of all, I want to say this too out in the chat room. If you think taking a knee is a revolutionary act, I need you to log off right now. Are we? Okay, for those who are still here, never in the history of man has taken a knee in any capacity, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. has been considered revolutionary. It's more humble and docile and submissive. Is it not? Okay. You take a knee. You take a knee in, in, in the face of white supremacy. Watch how this shit works. You think this is pissing white people off and it's 
verifying their power because all you niggas are taking knees. Mm. Or do you think this is bringing attention to the fact to some shit that's been happening for 400 years? Who in America don't know that unarmed black men are being shot down? Raise your hand. Who didn't know that until you saw Kaepernick take a knee and go, hey, why's that Negro down there taking a knee? Well, he's taking a knee because they're unarmed. Who didn't know that? Right. So that's a waste of fucking time. It was only revolutionary, in my humble opinion, to Kaepernick because he was the one doing it. Right? Right. And he lost all of his money for it. Watch this. If, now I can even understand this. If you want to boycott the Waffle House, right? right? And you, everybody piles into the Waffle House, shut the Waffle House down because the Waffle House did some foul shit. Right. I get that. I would not go to Staples to boycott some shit that happened at Starbucks. That makes no fucking sense to me. Imagine going to Staples or Walmart and they're saying, why the fuck y'all here? Because we're boycotting some that's, shit that happens no, at another corporation. No, 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 no. Okay, that's okay. false, false equivalency. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. How. Because show people are upset at the NFL. Not They're upset at the NFL because of what they're doing to the people that are protesting. Okay. Every corporation has a rule book. Right? But they created, but the fact that they created a whole rule book tells you what they think about you and your people. That's what I'm saying. Okay, the NFL hires 80% black people. 80% of the NFL is black. So you want me to boycott a company that hires more black people than anybody in America. They got no choice besides but besides prison. They got no choice but to hire black okay, people. I'm with if that. you want to be real. I'm with that. But okay. guess what they do? They hire more black okay. people. So this is what happens. We Boycott the NFL. We shut the NFL down. Yeah. And then what, what do we do? Stop right there. Stop right there in the chat room. I already know how you niggas think. Why don't we build our own <laughs> league? That's the, that's the shit y'all get me. I'm not saying that. Why don't we, we, then we can build our own league. Okay. But we don't have no teams. We don't have no stadiums. We don't own no real estate. We don't have no charter planes. We don't have no... Uh, Medical facilities to, 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 to do all this. And niggas don't go to football games as much as you think we do. Because we can't afford. So before we get into the mindset of let's just build our own league. What the fuck are we going to play in the park? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree okay, with that. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I know we say that the football league is slaves. But these is high paid slaves, Right. They hire 80% black people. We're going to shut these black people down so now they can join us in the hood and we can sell rhinestones and bags of voodoo rocks or whatever the fuck we're going to do to get the money together so that we can build the stadiums and we can build all the shit so we can run our own team. That's unrealistic, right? Whether you like it or not, when you go to your job, they give you a handbook. Okay, so do you think... Do you think that the NFL would have been fine not do? I think they would have been fine not saying nothing. Don't say nothing. But the fact that they made this policy, it just kind of like... Because... It's, it's, a, it's more because, of a smack in the face. Because you know what it is? No, 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 no. It's fucking up business. No, no, no. At the end of the day, the NFL is not a platform to... That's like you going to your fucking job and taking a knee because Leroy got killed in a fucking hood. What's the difference? Help me. Help me understand because I want to understand. 
Okay, so it would be like this. This would be like if you do something. Eh, would that be the same thing? Help me understand. Would that be the same the thing? NFL ain't kill no black kids. They hire eighty percent. You know what I'm saying? We understand. I don't want to get into all the semantics okay, about it but, being a, okay, but a slave sport and all that. If some okay, so if somebody goes to work and they have like their own like you know ritual they want to do for to signify like an injustice. They do their job. They're good at their job. Right. And they fire them. Okay. The policy says you can't come in here, Bernie. There was, there was no policy. Okay. There was no policy. There. But my, if I own the company, you know what I can do? I can create policy. Okay, that's Policy what, changes all the time. But that's what I'm saying. Like, because that's, what you're doing, you're in my office burning sage, uh, beating on <laughs> fucking drums, <laughs> selling voodoo rocks on oh. your lunch break, and it's causing problems <laughs> at my office. Okay? So, and then mm-hmm. you get smart and say, well, I don't see it in the handbook. And they say, you're right. <laughs> it's not in the handbook and when the new fucking edition of the handbook comes out it will specifically say no beating drums burning sage and selling voodoo rocks at this fucking premise at the end of the day and, I, and, I, and I'm making light of it but I'm simply trying to say the NFL hasn't killed nobody we have lost focus if he took the need to bring attention to me that's a waste of time Let me tell you why. Because we already know what the problem is. When are we going to move to the next phase and put something in action to stop what's going on? I I, I thousand percent agree with that. Recycle thoughts. I thousand percent agree with that. And actions. We create the same experiences. We've been marching since the 50s, sitting in diners, getting sprayed on since the 50s, and nothing has changed. And now, because Kaepernick took a knee, which is, is, listen... I don't know nothing revolutionary about a submissive state like that, right? But it is what it is. He took a knee and a few other people, it brought light to a situation. Trump threw fuel on the fire to make it more than what it was, but they still killing unarmed black kids, right? True. 80% of those people at those stadiums are white. And they hid her watch their fix of black entertainment. And now, this, because it wasn't about patriotism. Right. They twist that shit into yeah. patriotism. Mm-hmm. He was taking a knee to bring light on something that is already, there's no more light needs to be shed. Especially in the age of social media. We already know what the problem is. But we keep having the same thoughts and actions, so we keep recycling the same experiences. So, okay, now we need to bring light to this. Oh, now I know what it is. Now what? Oh, nigga, we, we know. <laughs> we know what's going on. And now, no, no, son, let's let's saute on that for a while. I don't know. I feel like it's more of a, like, the reason, it's more of a smack in the face than okay. creating a policy around it. And I feel but like... Poli- but that's the way policy is always created. True. Policy is created based on the situation. But, like, they, they're they coming out with this new even, even the way they did serve this. and protect law. You know what I'm but saying? Even the way they did this. So, when the story first came out, it was insinuated that all the owners voted on it. Right. But come to find out, the it was like um like a really informal poll, and the commissioner, Roger Goodell, just kind of just went along with it. But what that shows me is... Like, cause remember the the way Trump tried to flip it, it tried to make it against the anthem and the flag in the military, right? right? Right. And then all the NFL owners got scared. They said, you know, we're going to kneel together before, and then we're going to stand up like with um Jerry Jones yeah, did. I yeah. thought that was corny. Yeah. Uh huh. 
All right, but the fact that you've been, you went back on your word and you've been into the will of what Trump tried to flip it, it, it just makes it, it just, it's just really ugly. That's some moral shit you're talking about right now. And I mm. get it. That's some moral shit. Morally, that was wrong. But I just got finished giving you my spiel about this shit is about money, right? Y'all fucking up our business. We have deals with the military, right? Right. But and, yo, I can make the argument that a lot of, because the, they talk about uh, declining ratings. I can make an argument that the quality of the actual games were horrible. That's what it is. See, we took ownership to claim as if Neilan brought it down. No, you know what fucked the NFL up? Games on Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, and Thursday. That's too much football. Who the fuck is watching that much football? They diluted their pro product. And, they, and we, as a result, when you throw Kaepernick shit in there, it's a snowball going down here. Then the CET yeah, yeah. with the injuries. So the NFL is on its way out anyway. I said that. I said, I said 20 years. You said that. Right, so I'm simply is. saying I'm I'm being the most practical. You can call me a coon and all. I'm being the most practical I can. The NFL didn't shoot unarmed black men. The NFL hires eighty percent of these brothers. These same brothers who, if they did not play football, would be at your doorstep with the 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 blicker. Because not a, a lot of them are not too bright, right? Yeah. So we do understand that the same NFL that'll take. And give you a three-year contract for ten million dollars, right? Other than that, what you gonna be doing? Hey, my name is Leroy. Welcome to Happy Burger, right? Mm -hmm. So, the, the we diverted the attention away from actual the police department, which we need to be getting at and finding a way to fuck their money up. Now we just want to blame the NFL. It's almost like instead of blaming all the racists. Uh, police officers and all of the shit that's taking place, we blame Trump. Mm. It's easy to just say Trump is the problem. Or now Kanye is the problem because he was standing next to Trump. As opposed to dealing with this is America, looking behind to see all the other shit that's going on. So they made a move because the bottom line for them is they don't want to see that because their audience, the ones who actually come to the game, are white people. Some brothers are sprinkled in there who can afford a few tickets. I can't afford uh, $300 uh, uh, tickets to be sitting up in the fucking uh, upper tier. I can't. Right? Right. So at the end of the day, it's the same shit we always do. We never deal with the issue. We find the problem is not us and the shit we need to be doing. The problem is the NFL. So what would you say to somebody that understands what the problem is but doesn't like the NFL's... Uh, handling of it. That's fine. Then each and every person has their right to boycott what they want to boycott. I'm not boycotting the NFL. Okay. Now, if the NFL was killing young black men, and they, you know, and it's proof that they, then I'm boycotting the NFL because that's the direct source. I'm a metaphysician. Uh, that's the direct source of the problem. That's not the source. A brother took a knee to bring justice in his mind to attention as if America didn't really know. This is what I mean by we're sick. Mm -hmm. We keep bringing attention to the same shit and we never do nothing about it, right? Every time we march, we bring in attention to something and then we go home. Prove me wrong. And if you think you are a revolutionary because you post shit on Facebook, black power, if you think that is revolutionary, you just as sick. It's nothing revolutionary about... 
having 50 fucking videos or posts saying the white man is the devil. It's nothing revolutionary about that. They can rent, wash, and rinse you niggas up. Mark my words. What do you mean? I'm, I'm gonna explain. The old that's a, 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 a old thinking paradigm. And we keep recycling, I keep saying the same thoughts, keep bringing about the same experiences, right? So unless you change your mental vibration, you can't bring about change. Mm -hmm. So if you stuck in that black power and you're the black man, and, and I get it, but you are of an old paradigm. Young people don't think like that. You know what I'm saying? They're revolutionary in their own way. If you do not adjust and adapt in this day and time, you're going to get washed away. So, listen, if you're 50 years old, we the last of, of the analog uh, uh, crew. We're the last ones holding on to some shit that ain't going to happen. Right? In order for real justice to take place, everybody at the same time would have to drop everything they're doing to make that change happen. That ain't going to happen. It's just not. That's not realistic thinking to me. Right. That's some fairy tale shit. And again, we live in this fairy tale world. Kaepernick is a hero because you're living vicariously through him. Black people still need heroes. We still need to feel that there's somebody out there fighting our cause. That's old paradigm thinking. You can take it or you can leave it. I'm telling you, this new digital era comes in with new digital thought process and not everybody is going to make the leap. They're constantly rinsing niggas from time to time. And that shit you talking is so archaic. Black power is archaic. I'm going to say it again. Call me the super cool. I'm not talking about true black power, raising your family, going to see your fucking children, starting a small business. That's the real black power. But that we're going to unite and take some shit down. I agree. That's some straight bullshit. I'm telling you now, that's some straight bullshit. So everybody has to go inward and find the black power within themselves. And that's what we're talking about with urban excellence. You have to be responsible for as much as your life as you possibly can. Yes, we are in a matrix. We are in a simulation, but you have to fight for all you can to hold on to that part of yourself that you're not willing to give up. And Kaepernick does nothing for me, big up to the brother, but my future is not going to be in the hands of a nigga who decided to kneel. Mm -hmm. That's it. That was his choice to do that. And I don't see how kneeling is revolutionary in any capacity. On the slave plantation, they told you, get down and kneel, nigga, would not walk into the room. Did they not? Mm -hmm. All right. Even in, the, in them fucking restaurants, we sit down. We were sitting down, kneeling on purpose. Now Kaepernick takes a knee. Kneel. Get on your knees, nigga, with the gun. Everything is a kneel because that's a part of their supremacy and, and so-called perceived power over you. Romans so, just to make the... The huh? mentees do that as well. Say it again? I said Romans used to make their mentees. Absolutely. Kneel yeah. when I come in the room. Yeah. All right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. I, I understand. I so understand. my process is the NFL, which hires 80% black people. And I know the super conscious and ultra conscious, yeah, but we need to start our own league. Nigga, how? Show me in the chat room how. We ain't got no stadiums, no real estate, no chartered planes, no, no nothing. No, we don't have none of that shit. And you want all of these 80% to get fired 
right? Because if you protest enough and they get fired, now we got 80 niggas or 80% people with us who had potential, who had money that may have been able to do something now. What are we going to do? Have these niggas playing in the park and shit, coming out and seeing mm-hmm. them? Tell me how we going to do it. How, Sway? How? And one thing I am, I'm practical and open. So I'm never fixed on anything. If you can show and prove that that's revolutionary shit, I'm with it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So I will be watching. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let's go. Yeah, after that spiel, I'm surprised y'all still with me. I, you know. Let's go to the chat. She was shocked. She was shocked. Cap did the opposite of what the oppressor told him to do. Okay. Crip cause Black Dot is mad because he's darker than the average black American. <laughs> That could be true, too. I wish I was a light-skinned nigga. I probably would have better credit. That is a true point. Dot keeping it a buck. Thank you. They mad in the chat. Dot. Yeah, I know they mad in the chat. That's cool. But one thing I'm not going to do is give you some shit that just, so we can just be in agreement. You know what I mean? I'm not here for that. I'm here to, and, and I'm very practical. Tell me how. How boycotting the NFL Shuts down the police department. That's what I want. That's that, that's the, the easiest. Show me how shutting down the NFL uh, is going to stop the cops from killing. Touche. That's all I want to know. Touche. If you can do that, I will boycott too. I've been boycotting quiet as kept because the games have been horrible. You know, they've really been so, trash. So, so when I say that, yeah. I'm not saying I won't boycott me and Eli, but my son Eli, as you know, has his show, The Weight, The World According to Eli, is his podcast and it's about music and sports and video games. And for the sake of his show, which I do on Tuesdays, is, you know, so we have some stuff to talk this about. He's true. a football fan. I'm not going to boycott that shit because, and I told you, pay attention to what's important to your children. My son has cerebral palsy. He can't physically do all of those things. So a lot of times he will live vicariously through the sports, right? through his video games and through him watching them actually do that. So I'm in tune with him more so than anything going on outside of him. Pay attention to what's important to your children. So the football shit is important to my son. I watch it. But even he has been like, your dad, these games have been kind of terrible. But I told him as a journalist, right? Because this is not just something he's doing. I'm trying to get his 10,000 hours in as a journalist. You got to watch games that... Don't interest you because the more you understand about the game, the more you can sit in front of Chris Broussard, who called us a few weeks ago. I'm just going to throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? And and really go with Chris Broussard on some real shit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? You can't just watch the highlights. So it's deeper than, but show me how. The NFL can stop police brutality, and I'm with it a buck. What else else they saying in the chat, man? Um, Somebody... (laughs) Crip Cuz said you'll sell your soul to get a half a shade lighter. I have two shit, son. For good credit and, the, and get some of the privileges of these light skinned niggas. Yeah. I will sell half my soul for that shit. Facts. Facts. That's funny. Absolutely facts. So um what's up? Did you hear did you see the um the the police footage of the, the basketball player from the Bucks? Uh I did. I did. I saw the police footage. Um, and remember, this happened back in January. Mm-hmm. And um, because it happened in January and they just releasing the tape now, 
purposely done. Right. And that's another reason the NFL released uh, that statement about bowing because this, right before the season, well, ain't right before the season could start triggering, yeah. you know what I'm saying, more protests because ain't nothing changing. It's nothing changing under Obama, under Clinton, under Bush, under Trump. Same things are happening. Yeah. But I watched his demeanor. He was very calm. First of all, he parked uh, parallel in a handicap zone. Right. Now, you know you can't do that. Yeah. But he probably was just running in and yeah. going to run out. So the officer approached him, and he was very calm. He didn't raise his voice. He didn't do none of this black nigga shit. Yo, Sean, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do none of that. He was very calm. And then all of a sudden, nine cop cars showed Yo, up. Yo, cops have a... They do that all the time. Because they fear the black man. Yo, but right? I, I remember on my college campus, the police used to do that. They used to send, like, You could get a speeding ticket, and they used to send like four cars. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, trying what? to intimidate you and put you in a feared state of all the time. Yeah. But I thought the brother handled himself well... And then it escalated to the point where the cops like, get your hands out your pocket or something. It is winter time. And then they uh, subdued him and then they tasered him. Yeah. You can hear him screaming. And then he, uh, at one point, I think before he had mentioned, I'm from the Milwaukee Bucks. And they was like, we don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? Or this is, and, and the officer could be heard saying, this is my show or something. Yeah. And again, and it got out of hand. So now, am I surprised? No, no, no. This happens all the time. It's just that now some of them have body cams and they have to release that footage. Side but, note. But they, look at how long it took them to release that. Right, like, right. Damn. Because they wanted to cross their T's, dot their I's. They, want, they figured they'd mind fuck you because this happened in January. So it ain't fresh. So you can't go, what? That shit just happened? Yeah. Let's do what? We pull out the, the manual. Pull out the manual. We are going to march down these four blocks. And we are going to have signs. And then we might break some shit. And then we're all going to go to fuck home. That's the manual, right? So they figured instead of you niggas doing that, mm-hmm. we'll mind fuck you. Because y'all don't know what day and time it is anyway. And Jedi fuck you and have some shit released in May that happened in January. Now you niggas is confused. Like, what do we do? Like, it happened already. Yeah. They already suspended the offices. You know what I mean? So yeah. what do we do? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of those... Uh, Weird, you know, situations, but he should sue yeah. and he will sue. And, you know, and side note, Milwaukee's rough. Yeah, you told me. No, it, it, it's you told me. rough out in Milwaukee. It's like no jobs nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, you told and me about and that. everybody out there look like, yo, we hardened criminals. I came, I flew into the city and they had just raped a 13 year old girl and I'm on the news. I'm like, what kind of. Crazy ghetto shit is this, right? Yeah. The people who was firing me and Professor Griff in, all the men and all of that, I forget the, the brother's name, had us on the fucking news. And I'm like, yo, I did not sign up for this <laughs> shit. I am not from Milwaukee. Yeah. I feel sorry about what happened to the girl. It, it got real crazy, real fast, to the point I'm in the car with some brothers who got, they from Milwaukee. Griff has already flown out. Because Griff is so busy, his schedule, uh, you know, yeah. my schedule is a little lighter. I'm here with these dudes, and they got the blickers looking for the dudes Wow. who raped this girl. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I ain't, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I ain't. I came in for a lecture. I came in to give a speech and hope to inspire you niggas and then fly out 
Now I'm in the car. You know, I'm, I'm, this shit is crazy. This is how fast shit triggered. Yeah. We didn't find him. Black Dot is still here. But to show you how shit works, yeah. I, I've been in some situations, man, where it's, it's like, you know, it's crazy. So in Me Too Chronicles. Oh, shit. The God voice himself. God has been raping women. Don't tell me God has been raping women. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's the closest thing we got to God. <laughs> Don't tell me God has been raping women. Yeah, man. So no, well, eight. I don't know if it's rape uh, explicitly, but um, eight women have come out and said that he has acted inappropriately. I guess sexual advances on, on like movie sets and uh, just one on ones. So yeah, they, me too. Got Morgan Freeman. Damn. Damn, God. I mean, you know we fuck when God has got a case. They're rolling God in the court and shit. Like, yo, God, keep your hands behind your back, God. In all white. We will pop you, God. We will pop in all you. all white. In all white. You see what I'm saying? Um, Not to make fun of the, of the women, but, yo, it's, you know, what I'm saying. Yo, nobody's safe, man. It's but, just... but, again, didn't, and he dated his... Uh, stepdaughter, his step granddaughter, his step granddaughter, some wild like that, right? Yeah, that's. Some, I'm not gonna lie, I, that's some yeah, freaky shit. Yeah, that's some yeah. real freaky shit. Okay, and um, so Morgan has got his own issues that he's gonna have to deal with. They cleaning up that whole culture. Yo, it's it's so whack to be famous now. First of all, first of all, what would all right? So. Being famous, what were the benefits of being famous, right? As a dude, a lot of pussy, lots of pussy. I mean, not pussy pie, pussy cake, just all kind of flip, flipped over pussy. But like, not that's just so abundant. I'm just keeping it a buck. I, listen, my audience want. Am I out of? You asked the question. I'm giving you. Nah, the that's that's answer. that's the answer I was looking for. All right, I toured all over the world in the '90s. It was pussy everywhere. But go ahead. But that's but like so, but. You can get you can get that anywhere now. It's the yeah, yeah, now now it's, 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 it's Instagram it's, it's chicks. And, and and I didn't understand because I'm 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 not familiar with the Instagram language. Oh yeah. And I was on the ground. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was checking out some ass. You know, there. That, you know, Shorty's got a nice little. And she kept saying shit like, "You can book me. Uh, I yeah, that's, will that's, that's cold. Yeah. be getting booked over here or to yeah. book me." And I'm like, "Is, is she a performer?" Or? Yeah. And Malcolm had to say, no, nigga, that's a code for yeah. selling the pussy. Yeah. See, let's clap that up. Yeah. Wait, what are, what are we clapping up? We're clapping up. What are we clapping up? That you brought something to my attention okay. that I did not know. You are now imparting wisdom yeah. onto me. You see yeah. how this works? This yeah. is a back and forth thing because I'm in my 50s. And I'm like, damn, she's performing. I'm like, I'm, where's she going to be yeah. at? Like, yeah. you know, maybe she, she juggles or... You know, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what she does, but yeah. obviously she's performing, and yeah, that is a cold word. So now you can get that anywhere, so you don't have to be famous. Yeah, but that was the you know but, but, the, but the fact that like like I'm sure they can bring up dirt on any one. Side of these note, dudes, side note. These stories come to me. I'm like Bill Cosby with these stories. I'm in Boston, all right. The mighty RSO, you know, uh, benzene on them. They run yeah. that shit, right? But they were showing us luck, and we had Bo yeah. with us. Bo's a stone cold killer. I did not know B.O. was a Stone Cold Killer at the time. See, normally when Tim, you know, I was Tim's second in command. Tim was the MC. I was the hype man. So Tim got his his his, his ladies. I got the next year. The then trickle I, down. I trickled down to the DJ, you, the bodyguard, you know what I'm saying, might get some ass. 
The bodyguard is usually the last nigga to get some ass. Okay. I did not know the bodyguard was B.O. Right? So, I'm, I got a little shorty on my lap. You know what I'm saying? It ain't pop yet. You know, we're you know, we going to do our thing. We backstage. And B.O. comes in and grabs this chick off my lap. I said, yo, yo, yo. Fuck wrong with you, my nigga. She with me. <laughs> and he looked at me like really strange. Because I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And then when he walked out the room, they said, yo, nigga, that's B.O. I said, bitch, you better get your ass in there. You heard B.O. call you. What the fuck is wrong with you? I saw him lay on your B.O. You good? Like, oh, that worked out? All right. Anything you need, B.O.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just one of my uh, stories from being on the road. Oh, man. You find out you with some real killers and shit. Yeah. But yeah, so they they trying to clean up. Yeah, they they getting everybody out here, and they um arresting Harvey Weinstein tomorrow. Yeah, okay, yeah, Harvey Weinstein will be arrested tomorrow. Let's clap that shit up. Yeah, right. Yeah, it took a long time. Yeah, but he going down. They was building their case. Cause yo, dude, I forgot all about him. Yeah, right. You and he probably on some little island and shit, chilling, thinking this shit I gonna blow all over. About him. No, no, cause they got fifty women. That's that's some Cosby shit. They got up to fifty women who uh, have come forward, you know, because it's industry shit. You know, they yeah, have created yeah. they've created some nasty shit in the industry, and they're really trying their best to clean it up. And I hope it can be cleaned up so that young people who have talent mm-hmm. who feel that they can go to Hollywood and on their merits and talent alone yeah. get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If your daughter is a dancer or your son is a performer, you want then the feel, if I get this position, I got this position on my talent. Not because I had to lay on a couch right. or somebody had to put me in an uncompromising position to do something. So let's clap that up again. I hope he goes to jail for a long time. Right. But yeah, that I'm I'm still skeptical though. Yeah, he's had enough time probably to build his case and he gonna have some some Jew lawyers, right? In there. And, and the fact that he's a high powered Jewish Jew, and he, they trying to get him. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I don't know if it's genuine that all of this came out, or he did something behind the scenes that was real wild, pissed somebody off. Right, he might have pissed off the secret society he's yeah, in. Right, and they need to show him and 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 make him cannon fodder. Like yeah. we got a big wig, and the rest of them can continue to go on doing what they're doing because they still doing the same shit. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? But maybe change will come. What they talking in the chat? What they talking in the chat? What they talking? What they talking? But yeah, his his step granddaughter V. That's gross. Yeah, that was a little gross. Yep. Hashtag Def Rocker. Hashtag Me Too. Got the Freeman. They got God. Yep. God is going down. And don't think metaphysically that they don't know Morgan Freeman is God. How many times has he played God yeah. in the movie? <laughs> so a lot of times, this ain't a physical lynching. Mm. We metaphysically got God now. Nigga, God can go down. The rest of you niggas ain't got a chance. Yeah. Facts. If God can go down, the rest of you niggas ain't got a chance. Oh, so we have one more urban excellence story for the week. Okay. It is... From Stacey Abram. Yeah, didn't she become the... F- she didn't become yet. She Ooh. she won the bid 
to for, become to become yes the governor yes the, the first, first ever female black governor god damn it clap that up and that's a hood sister too yeah you see her hair yeah she's she from the hood yeah. she probably grew up in baltimore somewhere and shoot out shit off from georgia off from georgia mm-hmm. i mean okay. i guess that's hood too let's clap up georgia atlanta you're bugging yeah, it is yeah, that's because all you New York niggas moved down there. Yeah. New, Atlanta used to be a nice, peaceful <laughs> place for gay people to go and live out their lives. Now you New York niggas have showed up yeah. and fucked it all up. Just my humble opinion. Yeah, so shout out to her. Hopefully she wins. Shout out to her. I'm that's hoping history. she wins. No, but you'll get some people. Oh, no, that ain't. Oh, oh now she's working for the government. Now she's working for the man and shit. Shut up. God damn. Let's. Honor the people who worked hard, man. Yes. She went to school. She working hard. She's trying to bust open doors, man. That's urban excellence all day. Hashtag urban excellence. What's going on in the chat? Right, who got that. some slick shit to say? Let's see. What we got? Uh... Oh, somebody asked, do you think like the 90s R&B teens were touched? Like Brandy, Monica, Maya... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Somebody asked about Bambata. Did somebody ask about Bambata? Uh, uh, Gabrielle Arnett, watching us from Nassau, Bahamas. Check you out. Shout you out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she looked like somebody auntie. Exactly, uh, Neil John. That's what I was saying. <laughs> That's a good old auntie. She look like she can cook up some chicken, too. Absolutely. They put another Stacy against her for the Democrats. Right, right. It was two Stacys running, uh, 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 Evans and Abrams or something. They mm. try to confuse y'all. Mm. Yeah, facts, facts. That was part of the mind. Which one of Morgan Freeman's relatives was murdered by her boyfriend in New York City? Uh, that was his granddaughter. That was the granddaughter. I think I thought it was the granddaughter's boyfriend who was murdered. I'm not sure, but one of them got murdered, mm. and it might start being connected to this story. Look, these look like loose ends. Morgan might, you know, the cleanup team yeah. and like, listen, she know too much shit, uh, make some shit happen. Yeah. Don't quote me on that because, you know, I'm a little all over the place. Somebody give me the score to the Rockets Warriors game. My son is quiet in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whenever he's really, Eli wear his emotions on his yeah. shoulder. If his team is losing, he's all fucked up. So somebody hit me with the score and let me know what it somebody is. Somebody said, what about Daddy Bush for his harassment? He's on his deathbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on his deathbed. He's going to roll the, out Didn't soon. the wife, didn't the mother pass? What happened to Cambada? Cambada's doing his thing. We're going to have him in here for another interview soon. That Cambada album is amazing. I did a write-up on it on UrbanX.NYC. Go check I, that out. I don't review a lot of albums. I reviewed his album. Go to UrbanX.NYC and read that. 6261, who? It was, uh, who's up? 6261, who's up? Y'all ain't tell me who's up. Oh, Golden State? All right. All right. That's that's a one point. That's one point. You got them right where you want them, Rockets. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, shout out to everybody, you know, watching. Shout out to everybody listening on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, CastBox, Radio Public, Audio Boom. And you can check it and you can visit the blog itself, UrbanX.NYC. All the um, write-ups are on there. The YouTube videos are on there. Yes. The podcast episodes, just the audios on there. It's one local spot to get your fix on audio, visuals, and the written word. You know what I mean? Facts. Uh, let, let me plug this book. 
real quick. You know what I mean? Because cue the sad music because uh, you know Malcolm needs. Uh, I need new sneakers. He, yeah, he needs <laughs> he needs braces. Let's go there. He needs braces. Um, this is my book, Urban Culture Decoded. Some of you have already had it. It's a dynamite book to get. Uh, the elephant on the cover is because we refuse to deal with the elephant in the room. And even some of the stuff I discussed tonight is really dealing with the elephant in the room. We create these, these you know, bubbles in our mind to give us the illusion that we're moving forward and we're not. And I have a hard time just accepting the craziness. So this is a critical analysis into the physical, mental, and spiritual state of a new generation. You can go to I decodeit.com I decode it it.com or go to Amazon purchase this book I will be teaching a curriculum off the book that may be on Patreon as well or that might be on another site because there's so much insight into this book support us you know what I mean I need you to go purchase this book preferably from my website because then I don't have to pay Amazon you purchase directly from IDCode, IT.com. Malcolm, get his braces faster. <laughs> if not, I got to throw in Amazon. They got to get their cut. And also, uh, um, once the live stream ends, I will add the link to the link in the description below. Uh-huh. I will also add the link to uh, donate. Donate. So yeah. Somebody just asked me about that. Yeah, yeah. Kelly send Colton. That, send that Brad over. Yeah, you know um, what I mean? Because I will also add the link in the description. At, we appreciate well. every single dollar cent that you have. Definitely. Because behind the scenes, there's a lot going on uh, to make this happen. And remember, I do a whole nother podcast too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On Tuesdays with my son Eli, we're going to put that link below because we didn't do a show this week because he wanted to go see Deadpool. Side note, that shit was crazy. That was crazy. See Deadpool. Crazy. We'll see that. So we will get back at it next Tuesday, 8 o'clock live. Tune in. Eli is brilliant at what he does, uh, breaking down sports from his perspective and movies from his perspective. So, yeah, I'm a busy man uh, trying to help build the legacy of my children and impart upon them what I can. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Tune in and we should be done. Are we? Not? I think we're good, man. You think we good? Yeah, I think we straight. You think we straight? Yeah, shout out to everybody. We shout appreciate you. Shout out to you. everybody. But you know. I am graduating from nursing school with a degree this June. We need more examples of black excellence in Canada. I'm going to clap that up for Sengi, INC, or Sengi. Tell, tell me, tell me. Sengi? She, has, she has to use urban excellence. Yeah, you, you can't use, get rid of the E and just make it one word, or not black excellence, urban, urban excellence. excellence. But we're going to clap you up anyway. We're yeah. going to clap you yeah. up. I don't know what's going on with Bambada, asked by Nephilim. The satanic royal wedding, we talked about that. Yeah, she's a part of that elite cult. She's going to get a surprise on some things going on when she get there. Uh, got two black, black, uh, uh, got to go black, uh, peace out, uh, something? All right. Uh, Somebody wants to know about Bambada really bad. Bambada really bad. I don't know. I haven't heard anything in the last couple of six or seven months about Bam or what his situation is. Maybe he's waiting it out. I don't know, so I can't really speak on... I don't know if he think people are going to forget. He's just going to show up. You know, I, I don't know. So we're going to wait and see what happens and how that... You know, big up 
Hassan uh, Poppy yeah. for keeping the heat on that shit. You know what I mean? Clap that shit up. Yeah. Yep. Only low frequency people will have been uh, 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 just full of reptilian beings. Yeah, absolutely. They are shapeshifters. Facts. Black, Black thought you need to get back in oh, the group. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Listen, Truman Burbank. Listen, oh, I was God. telling Malcolm just today, oh, if Will Smith, because Will Smith got some new bars out, if Will Smith, who's the same age as me, can spit his bars... I think I'm coming out of retirement why'd on that you, ass. And I was inspired by Cambada. Listen. Why'd you get him started? I'm, I, listen, I think I might go at Drake. Because I, I, I got to make a splash with this one, y'all. You know what I mean? I got to go at somebody. Jeez. So we, we might get that going. Open oh, did you see um, Kendrick Lamar stop that? The white girl from saying nigga on... I heard. But why'd you bring her up? For that song, though? Yeah, if you knew that the word nigga was like, in So it. was that stage? Like, did you uh, know that... And see, he think that was revolution. I stopped the white girl from saying nigga. Blah, blah. Yeah, but so like, bullshit. You know a song, like you knew the lyrics to your own song, dude. Media said Jay-Z is suing Weinstein. I know uh the, the parents of Trayvon Martin are suing uh the Harvey Weinstein company. I don't know, maybe they had some deal going. Maybe Jay-Z originally was gonna release the film through Harvey Weinstein. And see, Jay-Z hangs out with the Weinsteins. His hands is dirty, too. Remember, Dame Dash smacked that nigga Weinstein in the face for doing that very same shit. So, you know, it's, it's an integrity thing. This is what we mean by what you're willing to do that somebody else is not willing to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, Gnome 8, uh, Night of Main Events 8 is coming. Um, who do I have in that battle? Who do I have in those battles? We need a new Black Dot album. Yeah, we might get that. We might get that. I think Goods is battling that. I think he's battling. Who is he battling? Shout out to Goods, though. Yeah, yeah shout out to Goods. Jay-Z is a snitch. Oh, that Walk With Me album. Yeah. Oh, I will be releasing for the first time ever my 1994 release, uh, A&R Killer, the hip-hop play. We did a hip-hop play on Wax. The first to ever do it. It's never been released to the public. Only the DJs. So it was a, like, it was a play? It was an actual play. So we oh. had a soliloquy, an opening... Uh, soliloquy, uh, we had stages, we had acts, we were in acting out trying to get a record deal. Would you, um, you, you, and our goal was to only perform it on Broadway or have a yeah, Broadway you, setting. You want to, um, create a show? No. Why not? That's dude. Am I bugging? Yeah, no. Create a show. I'm already doing two shows. Nah, I mean. <laughs> clap that up. That's urban excellence. <laughs> That up. I'm trying to think for the future, man. Two shows, two shows for Black Dot. I'm just trying yeah. to, I'm trying to think for a future. A stage play, that'd be fire. But that was the whole goal. Rakim never said nigga or could hardly curse. Why can't these rappers of now do the same? Rakim was that special, special artist who had the the, the fortitude and wherewithal to understand language was important. So um, I, I do respect Rakim for that reason, but I also respect Kooji Rap. Uh, for giving it up raw at the same time. Oh, Goods versus Tay Rock. Yeah, Tay Rock is pretty good. Yeah, Tay Rock. But uh, he doesn't have the the stage presence as Goods. Yeah, I, I also did. Um, I did a um a top five Goods rounds. That's also on Urban X. Yeah, yeah, we, we we get it in. We yeah, get I watch, in. we watch Battle Rap. What but do you even think about Battle Rap is being pardon of? Uh, I heard about the pardon of Jack Johnson posthumously now after so many years. So what was the point? It's no point at all, but I guess maybe his name is clean now. I don't know. I guess, man. Jay-Z got a court date. Yeah, because Jay-Z has got some shady business dealings yeah. with Rockaway. You know what I mean? And I was listening to Dame Dash, 
And without snitching, Dane was saying, yeah, I was wondering how they pulled off some of that stuff too. So remember, Jay-Z released the 444. So now there may be reverb, uh, uh, mm-hmm. repercussions and reverb. the reverb... Yeah. Reverberation, reverberation, of, reverberation yeah. blah, 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 from it. that. So let's stay close with that. And with that being said, yeah, uh, this is the Black Dots. This is Malcolm. This, this AKA is AKA Dotson. No, AKA like Dotson. Like yes, yes. Like that name. You've accepted like that. it. He's, he's <laughs> accepting. <laughs> I don't like that name. I don't like that name. So. Yeah. Now you could freak it. You could be M. Dotson. My friend, my friend said that was fire. M. Dotson. Because I, I wanted to change my name to M. Night Shyamalan, but my wife said, no, I can't do it. I said, that shit sound hot, nigga. Yo, what's up? It's M. Night Shyamalan. No. You know what I'm saying? She was like, no, you can't. So I couldn't do it. You know, wife rules. So with that being said, let's get back to this. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer. Couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black Dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.